Welcome back. I know I wasn't doing this. It's not a rule. I just started doing it one day and kept doing it. Anyway, um, did you notice the opening was different? I thought it was uh, it was time, especially considering you know um, <clears throat> the old opening and closing was from you know the Buddhist bookshelf as it was when I started this series, which was December fifth of last year, twenty twenty one. Um, back in Goa. It wasn't even this bookshelf. It was a like a plywood bookshelf that's now leaning. Um, it didn't survive the move and it was already kind of falling apart even where it was just from moving from one part of North Goa to another part of North Goa. We had a surprise. Uh, our, our landlord after our contract ended in Candolim. Uh, was like, so, um, you guys getting ready to move? And we were like, excuse me? Uh, <laughs> you don't want to renew the contract with us? He was like, oh, well, no, I want to do Airbnb. So you guys have two weeks to move out. And we were like, okay, well, we'll start looking for a place then. That was uh, rude. And then he had the audacity to ask me for five-star rating on Yelp or whatever for his uh, services. I blocked him. Anyway, landlords, am I right? Um... So anyway, yeah, it was it was Anjuna, that old Portuguese place we were renting from a nice family. Um, hi, by the way, if you're watching Cirilla. Uh Anyway, so yeah, that was where I started Buddhist Books. And then, of course, we shifted here, and I've been here in this room ever since. Is that annoying, that little corner here? Normally, I have the camera slightly tilted so that you only see. Anyway, I won't. now it's annoying, now that I've pointed it out, isn't it? Maybe I'll... Go ahead and... <clears throat> uh, better? Let's get to the sutra reading, shall we? I'm very excited now that I've got my tipitaka. By the way, I said tripitaka at one point in yesterday's video. It's not tripitaka. It is three baskets, but Polly... I don't think Polly is, you know, part of that Indo-European family. It's... Uh, it's a different, has a different linguistic origin. If you're not into all that stuff, I recommend getting into it. Um, I wasn't into it until a certain age. I think that there's certain, when a certain number of folds develop in the brain, then one can become more interested in things like classical music and linguistic roots and uh, and the origins of languages and things like that. When I was young, it used to annoy me that cough and through and though all had different pronunciations, but they were spelled the same. But now it fascinates me, and I want to know exactly when and how and why and how the French and the Normans were involved and how the, you know, all this stuff. The braided pot people, very interesting stuff. To me, might not be to you. Uh, is there anything else that I want to ramble on about? Merry Christmas, by the way. Eh? Since it's uh, April, right? It is April. We just had Earth Day recently. Happy Earth Day. Uh, all right, let's get to it. First, let's uh, hear someone. I haven't put it together yet, for full disclosure. For the one yesterday, I had done it all the day before. So I was like in the flow with it, but now I'm going to be doing it in post. So let's see what I do. Logasa ujjo yagare Dhamma tithayare jini Arhante 
of the idea of what it sounds like and what the translation is. Now I'll catch up. <clears throat> so this is the Kator Vis, excuse me, Kator Visa Tistava Sutra. Let's break that down. Cat, right? We all know cats. Cat or Visa. Would you rather have a cat or a Visa? I mean, you can buy a cat with a Visa, so the answer is obvious, right? You can just ask the genie for more wishes, right? Unless there's a rule against that, of course. Cat or visa, tis tava. It is, isn't it? Shakespearean, it is tava. Okay, so all we really have to remember is tava. Cat or visa, tis tava. Ooh, cat or visa, tis tava. Now we're going to uh, learn about the cat or visa, tis tava sutra. See how that works? And parsh. Parshvanat will uh, join us. Parshvanat, remember good old, good old Parsh, uh, Parshvanat, um, Sri Parshvanat G. Don't mean to be disrespectful. And of course Mahavir. And just to be weird. We'll bring in um, 
Lord Buddha, or Siddhartha Gautama, as he was known before his enlightenment, back when he was sitting under the Bodhi tree in Bodh Gaya as a practicing Jain. Right? Okay, so we'll put him here, aspiring to be like Mahavir and Parshvanath at the time. Should we get to it? All right. Ooh, it's a long one, isn't it? All right. Wow, it's a very long one. You knew that. I'm just now finding out. So here is the meaning. I will sing glory to the 24 omniscient beings, the Tirtankaras. Number 23, number 24. Parshvanat. Porsh. Van. Not. Parshvanat, or Parshvanata, if you want to sound like a rube. They don't pronounce the A's. Um, unless they're talking to you, because you pronounce the A's. Why? Why is it like that? I don't know. Why am I whispering? Okay, so now we know who we're talking about. I will sing glory to the 24 elders of the book of Revelation. No, I will sing glory to the 24 omniscient beings referring to the Tirtankaras. Yes. All right. Um, the uh, seniors of the Watchtower Tablets, no, no. The Tirtankaras, yes. Wouldn't it be weird if we uh, started a rumor that Lord Buddha was the 25th Tirtankara? Oh, no. I think I, I might have said 26. I might have at one point said there were 26. I don't know who if I was talking to you or someone else. Anyway. The Tirtankaras, who illuminate the entire universe by establishing the fourfold path of Dharma. Is it anything like the Four Noble Truths? A little, a little. Okay. Uh, the Ford Makers, that's F O R D hyphen Makers. Uh, I don't think they had Fords. Back in BC 300, the Ford founders, I think they mean four founders. Four founders. That's a fun typo, guys. Uh, Viryatan Society Temple. Hello. Um, There's a spider here testing my, testing my ahimsa. Um, anyway, keep that, keep that typo. It's a good one. Just... Just letting you know. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, uh, the fourfold path of the Dharma, the Ford makers, who are the conquerors of Toyota. No, of attachment and aversion. I bow to, oh, it's going to list them. How cool. <gasps> it's going to list the 2014 Tankars. I want to memorize this. Um, okay, I bow to... Ursabhadeva, Ajitanata, Sambhavanat. It has an A on it, but I'm not pronouncing it. Sometimes I pronounce it because I'm a rube. Anyway, um, Abhinandan Swami, that's four, Sumatinat, with an A. Padma Prab, this means six, using this hand. Um, Suparsvanat, 
That's easy to remember because it has supar in it. And Chandra Prabha, right? Eight. I bow to Puspadanta, in parentheses, Suvidhinat. Why? To make you ask questions. No, that's what my parents used to say when I asked why. When my grandpa was around, he would tell me because he was a smart guy. I didn't have any question that could stump my grandpa except for dumb questions, you know, circular paradox questions. And then he'd point out why the question doesn't make sense. Anyway, um, Sita Lanat. Okay, now we're to 11. Shreyan Sanat. Savu Puja. Vimalanat. Anantanat. Dharmanat. And Santhata. This is 16. I bow to Kuntunata, or Kuntunat, Aranat, Malinat, Munisuvrata, and Naminata. I bow to Aristanema, Parshvanat, and Vardamana, also known as Mahavir, which I believe means great monastery. We learned that in a previous episode. All right, in a different context. In this manner, those whom I have worshipped, who are devoid of karmic burdens, who are free from both disease and death, who are liberated from the cycle of birth and death. Maybe that's where the Buddha got it. Hmm? They talk about that in Hinduism too, except they do silly things like bathe in the Ganga. No, that's not silly. Um, one point, uh, Shiva and Parvati were incarnate, you know, like they do. And uh, Parvati lost an earring and a necklace because they were sleeping on a bed on the Ganga's shore. That's Ganges for those of you. Um, and, uh, and so Shiva was so angry that they couldn't find her jewelry that he cursed that uh, sandbank or he cursed that riverbank and said anybody who comes to this riverbank forever uh, is going to, for at any point in the future, is going to lose something valuable to them. And then later he cooled off and he was like, oh, that was dumb of me to curse it and now I can't take it back. But I'll change it a little. I'll add to it. Um, for the people who have already lost a loved one, they can come to this riverbank and pour their loved one's ashes into Ganga and their loved one's soul will immediately attain mukti, uh, liberation, nirvana, if you will. So that's how you do it in Hinduism, at least that's one way. And this is how you do it in Jainism, which is a lot more reminiscent of how Mr. the Buddha... Uh, sorry, it's it's related. It's it's a little bit silly, but it's related. Okay, who are liberated from the cycle of birth and death? May these Ford makers, the twenty-four Tirtankaras, smile upon me. Oh, they're smiling a little. Um, may those omniscient beings. The Arhantas, who are glorified, 
praised and worshipped, who are supreme in this universe, kindly bestow upon me an inner state of well-being, divine knowledge, and the highest state of consciousness. We're not talking about this. You are brighter than the moon and more resplendent than the sun. You are deeper than the oceans. My Lord, grant me perfection and liberation. So that's the English translation of that long sutra. That's going to be fun for me to edit later. Analysis. After the process of alokana and Kayotsarga, I know I'm pronouncing the A's, what can I do? Yoga, right? They call it yog here. Isn't that weird? Have I mentioned that before? Yes, I have. For self-purification, after the processes of Alokana and Kayotsarga for self-purification, the aspirant moves on to devotion with the Kathurvisatistava Sutra, commonly known as Logasa. Logasa, no, Logasa. The Logasa is considered supreme among all the sutras in devotional literature. One finds an endless flow of devotion in every word of the Logosa. It's Leviosa, the the devotee who chants this with concentration will be overwhelmed with devotional energy. The Jaina spiritual practices lay great stress on the right vision. The Katarvisa Tistava Sutra enables the right vision to become pure and perfect. Kalvisa Tainam Dan Sadavisohim Yanayai, which means by the Kators Visa Tistava Sutra, one's vision gets purified from the Uttaradhyayana 29 slash 9. The power of faith is the name of the next section. When we knock at the doors of saints to redeem ourselves of strife and misery, they tell us with certainty that there is only one way that is nothing but the name of God. In the beginning was the word of the word. There is immense power in chanting the name of God. Lord, Um, Faith is an endless foundation of power, and nothing can be achieved without faith. If you move ahead with faith, the treasure of the universe will be at your feet. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven? Maybe somebody was... uh... I think the 20 times is enough to mention the, the whole Jesus in India thing. Uh, here is an interesting story. Oh, good. I like those. As long as it's not about a burning house and a bunch of whiny kids and vehicles pulled by 
different sorts of animals, then I'm, I'm into it. Once, at a gathering of learned men, there was one learned man who arrived with his fist closed. Everyone became curious to know what he was hiding in his fist. Well, I think my mom told me this one, actually. He gave each one a different answer, each more bizarre than the other, ranging from elephants and horses to mountains and stars. The entire, you've seen Men in Black, right? The marble. Uh, the entire gathering of men began to wonder if it was a fist or a magical wand. Eh. All right. Mm-hmm. Then the wise man opened his fist to reveal a blob of color, or color, because, you know, the British owe you. He discovered this little blob in water to produce ink. He dissolved this little blob in water to produce ink. With the help of a pen and some sheets of paper, he drew the images of all those objects he had mentioned. My mom didn't tell me this story. And thus, in the form of pictures, produced before each person what he had promised they would see in his fist. Hmm. The same is true of God's name, which is as small as a blob of color. Write with the pen or the lotus wand, sorry, of conduct, the pen of conduct, on the canvas of wisdom, using the ink of faith, and you will get whatever you wish for. The ink of the pen, right with the blob of color? Oh, the ink, okay, okay. Right with the pen of conduct on the canvas of wisdom, with the ink of faith. I'm a little fuzzy on the canvas of wisdom, but all right. Uh, you will get whatever you wish for. Just as the blob of color could produce nothing in isolation, chanting the name of God without faith can yield little or nothing. We'll get there later. Um, Using it with faith and determination, and uh, use it with faith and determination, and you will see your life swell. With abundance. Remembering purifies the mind. All the 24 Tirtankaras from Ursa Bhadav, from Ursa Bhadeva to Mahavir are our gods. They show us the path of nonviolence and truth, and shed the divine light of knowledge to dispel the darkness of ignorance. Therefore, as aspirants, we must always remember them and sing their praises with gratitude and faith. Reach out and touch faith. If we remain quiet, then we are wasting away our voices. This is the dawning of our love. Depeche Mode, anybody? Um, Sir Tarsa, the writer of Naisada, 
Carita, says that to remain quiet about those who are superior to us is unbearable and makes null and void the great gift of speech we have. Vagjanma Vaipalyamasa Hiyasalyam Guna Bhute Vastuni Maunita Chet Chet C E T Anyway, that came from Naisadha Karita eight slash thirty-two. Remembering great souls purifies our hearts by removing the rest of restlessness born from desires and passions, just as the lamp placed on the threshold illuminates the interior and exterior of the house. The divine name on our lips illuminates our internal and external world. Its light gives us the strength to tread the path of nonviolence. Truth and other supreme vows so that we make our present life and the life hereafter noble and worthy. Next section. Strength emanates from resolves. The human being is made of faith and beliefs. So his life becomes a mirror of the faith he nurtures and the resolves he makes. Shradhama yo yam purusa yo yakchdaha sa eva ga from Gita 17-3. The names of brave persons create feelings of bravery within us. And the names of cowards give rise to feelings of cowardice. Our mind takes on the imagery of those objects or feelings that is brought on, that it is brought into contact with by names and images are all powers the mind is a camera it reflects the object it faces we see in this world that when we take the name of an executioner his image comes before our eyes so also the name of a saint brings his very form before our eyes. In the case of St. Paul, you can do both at once. Ha! <laughs> All right, yeah, they called him Saul back then, but come on. Anyway, sorry, weird joke. And removes all other matters from our mind. Right. Divine names are not just inert alphabets. Concentrating on them will create magic in your life little wink to my old friends out there. Hmm? Which divine name is on your lips? There are many. Images that accompany resolves. That's uh, a company, not a company, obviously. As soon as we utter the name of Ursa Bhadeva, an image of the beginnings of civilization comes before our eyes. Mm, burns. We can imagine how 
Ursaba educated the illiterate forest dwellers, taught them to move from individualism to socialism. Established the ideals of love and affection and illuminated their lives with his discourses of nonviolence and truth for the present and thereafter. The name of Lord Neminat transports us to the zenith of compassion. Band name. We visualize how he refused marriage to save the animals and birds renounced his beautiful bride and throne, and made the forests his dwelling place as an ascetic, exclamation point. Does this not fill your heart with feelings of compassion and renunciation? Ah, I'll admit it does a little bit. There is also much inspiration to draw from Lord Parsva and his mag magnanimity of his soul. The stories of his teaching Kamat on the banks of the Ganga, saving the pair of snakes from burning, and never wishing Kamata ill despite all tortures inflicted by him. Sounds like there's some stories I should catch up on, but after all the Buddhist literature, once I finish this, well, I suppose I can read more than one thing. In between these episodes, after all, I can always read other things, right? If we look into the life of Lord Mahavir, it is another powerful and moving story indeed. Whether it was his spiritual penance, Sadhana, that lasted for 12 years, or the many tortures and troubles he endured, his infinite kindness for the downtrodden stands out as a true example of compassion. His generosity was proven in the way he gave away his last piece of clothing to the poor Brahmin. I thought it was an animal. Okay, sorry. Sorry, poor Brahmin. And his humility, obvious in his acceptance of meager alms from the Canadian, no, from the Kandanabala. Kandanabala. All right. His steadfast belief in nonviolence showed in his criticism of wrong practices of yajna. Yajna, it looks like, but it's probably more like yajna. But it's probably neither of those. Anyway, and animal sacrifices. Oh, those, yeah. Even in the face of opposition. His fairness was exemplified as he meted out just punishment to his favorite disciple Gautama for his wrongdoings. These examples of greatness are, that Gautama? Well, anyway, uh, are overwhelming and awaken devotion in our hearts. Who can claim that the names of our great masters do not transform our lives? Verily, this is the path to be traversed if one has to rise from human beings to divine. This is the most powerful way to make life beautiful and significant. Okay. It is to help us concentrate on the names of our great Tirtankaras that the Kat or Visa Tistava Sutra was brought into existence.
All right. I like it. Yeah, I don't really have any real bones to pick about it. I have my highfalutin ideas about belief and knowledge and stuff like that, but we don't have all the evidence for just about anything that we say we know. What was it Descartes said? Well, bad example. Um, all right. I hope you enjoyed it. We didn't finish it, so we will pick up where we left off on the Cat Oravisa Tistara Sutra next time. Perhaps tomorrow. Perhaps the next day. And you, little spider, picked a good day to be in my office. I'm going to have to find a little cup, a little piece of paper, and gently take him outside. Not that I wouldn't do that ordinarily. 90, 90 plus percent of the time, that's how I deal with things that aren't obviously poisonous. Um, okay. Is there anything else? Have I forgotten anything? I don't think so. Oh, um, I finished a, uh, my latest in my travel series. I'll point to it. It's here. Did I do that whole thing at the beginning? I don't think I did. Um, gosh, I totally forgot. Um, well, this is the beginning of the playlist. If you, if this is the first episode that you watched and you want to start at the beginning, if you're just into the JN Sutras, but you want more JN Sutras, and this is the first video you watched, and also you, maybe you're confused about why we're talking about JN Sutra, JN Sutras on a Buddhist books podcast, here's the JN Sutra playlist. Start with episode one, and there's like maps and, and, and cool stuff, and it's fun. Wish you all an absolutely wonderful week. It's Monday, right? Um, yeah. All right. So until next time, looking forward to getting through this so we can get to that. Okay. Talk soon. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.